Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. All right, welcome back, everybody. Do Hard Things Nation weekly wake up. And uh, I'm Jay Teagues. I'm your certified high performance coach, transformational mindset coach. And today, hey, I don't have Tom with me. I've got Zach Morell. How you doing, brother? Hello, doing good. Doing really good. Tom's <laughs> feeling a little under the weather today. He uh, he texted me last night. He's uh, just really down. And you know, when you're sick, you, I mean, you're, and, and Tom's pretty pretty fit dude. So I know if he's saying he's down, he is down. So. He is uh, taking the, the the day off, so I'm like, man, who am I? Who am I going to get on this week to uh, to be a co-host? And uh, if you've listened to any of the weekly wake ups, you'll know that Zach, uh, Zach, you were the very first weekly wake up winner, right? Yes, yes, I was. Yeah. So Zach is back. Zach has been uh, he's been a member of uh, our, the Forge uh, Goal Crushing Mastermind community, and um, He's been uh, doing some intern work behind the scenes and just been crushing it in life. So I wanted to bring him on. And uh, I know that this was going to be uh, anytime you come on a podcast your first time, you're a little nervous, right? But uh, uh, getting Zach out of his comfort zone here today a little bit, but he's, he's going to be fine. So Zach, tell us a little bit about, about yourself, who you are, and what you do. Uh, stepping up. So yeah, right now I am uh, currently in school for organizational leadership, uh, but I started out as a physical therapy assistant. Um, so I've had quite a few years uh, working with people, kind of helping them get through hard times. Um, one of the things that I didn't really like about uh, about doing uh, medical work is just kind of just just seeing people kind of go through a loop of, uh, of things that just going going through that repeated uh, process of getting sick, getting better, getting sick, getting better. And it kind of tore me up. So I want to still help people, but I decided to kind of move towards a different route looking into organizational leadership and then uh, also getting into uh, high performance coaching as well. Yeah. So we crossed paths. We had the, uh, the March to, for Ukraine and we crossed paths then, and uh, you've been pretty well all in. It's been awesome to, uh, to work with you <laughs> since then, but your story is, is interesting, right? Cause it wasn't all that long ago. Like you were grossly overweight um, yeah. and, and, you know, smoking, drinking, I mean, not the lifestyle that you that you ultimately you you were you were seeking a change. Tell us a little bit about you know old Zach and what was the catalyst for your change? Um, so I mean, really back then, I mean, I was just living you know living each day for the weekend. Um, so I'd wake up, I'd do what I needed to do to get through the workday. Um, what does that mean? What pretty much you- check out? Uh, you know. Uh, pretty much get up, go, go buy a, a gallon of, uh, of pop to get through the day, you know, be out gallon of Mountain Dew that I'm chugging through a gallon uh, of Mountain Dew, a gallon of Mountain Dew. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got those, uh, well, I guess it'd be a half gallon, but it's 64 ounce, uh, you know, drinks from the gas station. Yeah. So like the, there... the big, like jug, like, yeah. Yeah. The, the turbo jug size, uh, Mountain Dew. Yep. <laughs> you got it. My uh my camera's falling off here. Let me just adjust this go. really quick. 
I've got this little sticky thing that keeps it on my my computer, and uh, I decided not to stick this morning. Hey, there we go. What, Blair Back was shaky business. cam. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, I would I would get up, I'd get my Mountain Dew, I would uh, you know rush to work, wake up at the last minute to do so, uh, you know, and and just come home each day just feeling drained and exhausted and out of shape, out of breath, you name it. What was your yeah. weight? What was your what's your weight? Uh, at, at my very heaviest, I got up to about two fifty. That's so, hard to believe, man. It's hard to believe that you were that yeah, big. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely not. Uh, not my my greatest time. You know, I I felt terrible every day. So, uh, really, the big. Uh, I mean, some of the big changes for me. Um, you know, I have. Uh, I have a friend that uh, passed away at the beginning of this year. Actually, my best friend. Uh, but he kind of got me into, uh, we got, well, kind of got each other inspired to go out and start working out together. So we started going to the gym. Um, I started seeing the results, you know, and that really kind of sparked me to just say like, Hey, you know, maybe I should, I should do this more often. Um, do this on a more continuous basis. How'd you, um, how'd you guys meet and what, what, why, how did he encourage you to go to the gym? Like, what was that about? How- um, you know, we'd, we'd actually been friends since we were kids, kind of yeah. drifted away for a little bit and then, uh, became friends again after high school. Um, so it really is just kind of kind of hanging out with each other. We both got into uh, to, uh, fishing together. He had always been into fishing. He got me back into it. Um, but we both were lacking a boat. So one of the big things that we uh, figured out was was kayak fishing. So we both got into getting kayaks. So at that point, we were kind of like we were both out of shape. Um, I believe he was probably he was a little bit more than me, probably still about 250 pounds, but he's about a half foot shorter than me. Um, so getting out there in the kayaks, it was difficult, you know, I mean, loading them up onto the car, carrying them down to the launch, carrying all of our stuff. I mean, you could feel how out of shape you were, you know, very quickly. So that was kind of one of the things that got us into going to the gym together. Um, and yeah, we both kind of just fell in love with it. Um, so that's really kind of what, what sparked everything off is just getting into shape, you know, feeling good about myself. Um, and then after that, you know, that, that kind of led me, down the road to kind of looking into, Hey, you know, like, is there other ways I can better myself, better my life, be a little happier, you know, not, not live every day, just waiting for the weekend. Um, yeah. So that was a, that was a big catalyst for me. Yeah. So you, you took an active role in pursuing happiness and, 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 and finding the, the change, right. That you knew that there was a better way to live. I, exact same story for me. You know, I knew that there had to be a better way to live life. And, you know, that got me down the path of, of, of reading and growth mindset and, and learning new things and connecting with the right people and looking at my habits, you know, and, and it's the habit, the habits will make or break you, right? The, the little things that you oh, yeah. do, or like that half gallon, you, you don't realize over time, like how, how detrimental that is to your overall health and well-being. You do oh, that absolutely. every day, day in, day out. You just kind of get, you just get into the rhythm of doing it. It's like, it becomes a mindless habit. Yep. And, uh, and then, and then are... you need it to, then you need it to survive as well. I mean, you know, you wake up every morning expecting that amount of caffeine, that amount of uh, sugar and, and you get used to it. And, you know, after a while you get used to also feeling like crap. Um, yeah. But I mean, once you kind of get a taste of that feeling better, you're like, wow, there's, there's a whole different world here. Like, yeah, yeah. like, and, and all it really took, you know, I mean, really the big thing for me, when I, when I stopped drinking those fountain pops every morning, um, I dropped 20 pounds in, in, you know, less than two weeks. I mean, really the amount of, of sugar and the amount of calories and stuff that were in that fountain pop, I mean, it was just packing it on. Um, yeah. So it really didn't take much to lose, you know, a good amount of weight really quickly. And and that 20 pounds really made made that first bit of difference to make me just kind of wake up and realize like, hey, 
I can feel better than I do every day. You know, I don't have to feel like this. So yeah. If someone's listening to this and they have the habit of, of like describing it, which like they're just living through the day, they're just trying to get by, they feel awful. They know that their their diet and exercise probably needs some improvement. What what encouragement or advice would you give someone that's kind of in that routine? Because it's hard to break that cycle. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it was finding something that I really enjoyed doing and then having to make my fitness level match that. Um, so, so for me at the time, getting out to do the kayak fishing was, that was, that was what was important to me. Um, so to be able to get that out there and do it better, I knew I had to get into a little bit better shape. Um, yeah. so f- for me, that, that really helped out a ton is just having something to attach it to more than just saying, I want to look good or, um, or I just, I just want to be able to tell people I lost 20 pounds. Like, no, I, I attached it to something that, that I needed. I said, Hey, I need to be able to get out here and go fishing with my friend. Uh, and go enjoy myself, you know? So yeah. I had to get in better shape for it. <clears throat> no, I, I love that. As, as I've worked in the health and wellness space and as running coach, you know, I, I generally won't take someone on unless we're training for something. And I know that I always have something on the calendar that I'm training for because that desire to be better because there's something out there that you're, you're training for. And, and it, it just gives that added layer of, of motivation when you're feeling unmotivated because it all, it happens to everybody. But when you have that thing that you're trying to improve upon uh, or, and you had an accountability partner, right? You had a friend that, uh, you know, you were showing up for and we'll we'll oftentimes do more for other people. So we don't let them down than we will for ourselves. But having that extra layer of accountability is incredibly important. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it it adds a layer of competitiveness too. I mean, you you go out and and you say like, Hey, you know, well, I did, you know, 200 floors on the stair machine, you know, what'd you do today? You know, it's kind of, so it kind of added that fun to it as well. Um, you know, we did work out a lot together, but there were times where we worked out separately. And there was even times where he was going twice a day for a while uh, before I did the 75 hard and started doing that myself. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it was, it was really, it was really nice to have that kind of camaraderie with it, that competitiveness with it and that accountability, like you said, just having somebody say like, Hey, you know, what'd you do today? Like, did you do anything? You know? So if you didn't go out and do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that the competitive, I mean, I'm definitely competitive uh, by nature. So that that's another component to it. <laughs> what's, what's been the biggest thing that you have learned on, on your journey? Um, I mean, really just, just taking the time to invest in myself, you know, that I'm, I'm worth investing into, um, you know, I, I definitely had a lot of issues with that, you know, first coming along, you know, my, my confidence has come up quite a bit throughout this journey. Um, at first I, you know, I didn't really think too much myself. I, I thought of myself as kind of a, a waste, you know, kind of a, just kind of floating on through like any little particle of dust you see floating by, you know, kind of, kind of that mentality where I just, I wasn't confident and I didn't feel good about myself, you know, so I didn't have much value in myself either. Um, mm. so I, you know, I feel like that's, that's the, you know, the, one of the big things that I've learned kind of along the way is like, I am valuable. You know, I, there's things I'm good at. There's uh, you know, there's, there's reason for me to be here. Um, so I need to, I need to respect that. and need to value that. I, I love that because oftentimes we, uh, we wouldn't talk to our dog the way we talk to ourselves. Sometimes the negative self-talk is yeah. pretty powerful. And um, that's definitely something that I've had to work on over the years. If you don't love yourself, how can you fully love or appreciate, you know, anything else? And that's, oh, yeah. it's not an easy thing to do. It takes uh, it takes practice and it takes awareness and showing up consistently to remind yourself. And as you go through this journey, you know, you start to appreciate yourself more, you value yourself more, you start. And th- definitely w- when you're not confident in yourself, 
like it's it's I don't know it it it's paralyzing. Yeah. What's been oh, the yeah. biggest thing that has boosted your confidence, or some of the things that you've done that has improved your confidence? Um, I mean, really, really just getting out there and doing things like this, you know, putting myself in a situation that I don't necessarily feel comfortable with yeah. and, and just going with it. You know, I mean, the, the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to look like a fool, um, you know, but but really, I mean, I, I haven't had anything turn out poorly so far. So I'm just going to keep on trying. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure I'm sure I'll, I'll hit some points where uh, where I'm not going to be quite as happy with the uh, with the risks that I've taken and that the, with the curves I've put out there. But, you know, it's it's worth it in return. I feel like most of the time you get back what you give. So if you go out there and you put yourself out, you're going to get that in return. It's been awesome. And when, when Tom said last night, he was going to make it I'm like, Oh, well, I'll probably just, I can do this myself. I'd rather have a co-host. Who can I bring on? I'm thinking of like all some of the other coaches and things that I know that have been on the podcast before. I'm like, no, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to somebody <laughs> who hasn't been on a podcast yet. We've kind of talked about it before. Because uh, that's my job is to pull people out of their comfort zone. That's that's my that's my superhero power, right? So yeah, I called you up, but I could I could sense the the nervousness, but you 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 didn't you didn't balk. <laughs> you said you'd do it. You said you would. And uh, yeah, it's been cool to see. Uh, you're one of our very first weekly wake up winners, and um, you're uh, you've been you're currently doing seventy five hard with your lovely wife Brittany. And you and your family, I mean, your kids were the weekly wake-up winners because recently <laughs> uh, you guys went and climbed uh, the, the – I forgot. Uh, the Mount Lacan. Yeah. Uh, with, Mount Lacan. Yep. Yeah. With with your kids as part of our 9-11, uh, 9.11 mile Do Hard Things Nation, uh, you guys did it virtual with the family. And it's just been cool to see you role model and lead the way <clears> and see the influence you have over your family. Uh, you and your wife did a 100-mile bike ride not too long ago. You just recently applied to be a certified high performance coach, which is a huge investment. A lot of unknowns there. You're working on your degree. It's just really cool to see you like where you have come not all that long ago and see the trajectory of where you're at by putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. And uh, you're leveling up in so many ways, man. And it's, it's been an honor to, uh, to know you and work with you and just see the, the, the impact that you're having on your family. Well, I'll tell you, it's been it's been an honor to be a part of this community. I mean, really, you know, I've, I've been working on on growth, you know, as far as, as certain aspects of it. I mean, for a few years now, um, but, you know, I didn't fully really get into a full growth mindset really until this year, until I've kind of got introduced to this community. Um, you know, I've, I've learned so much along the way um, uh, throughout all my interactions with the community. So, I mean, I, I, I can't say enough about do hard things. Yeah. Now well, there's, there's power in, in numbers and that's the power of being around a tribe and, and, and in a mastermind, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's everyone's effort, everyone's abilities and talents. And it's a space where you can have deep conversation. I'm just facilitating the conversation, but everyone's input matters. You know, I, I host the conversation, but every time that we have our weekly call, I'm learning something from, everyone else's contributions. Like I'm, I'm taking notes. It, it's incredible the the power of having like-minded people where you can have that space to, uh, to have those types of conversations and, and learn and grow together. And man, that amplifies things uh, significantly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just like having, having that friend or having that support. I mean, it's, it's the same thing, you know, it's, it's a group of people that you become friends with, you know, you originally start out just as people all with the same mindset, but I mean, you become friends with everyone, you know, within the group. Cause we, we learn so much about each other and share so many things with each other that, uh, you know, it's, it's very, 
it's very supportive, you know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely worth, you know, worth joining into and worth being a part of. What's, uh, what's been the most impactful book that you've read so far? Um, you know, I'll tell you the one that really, really started to change my mindset first was, uh, extreme ownership. Mm. Um, you know, that was, uh, one of the things that, uh, I was recommended through actually, well, actually through a job that I had applied for and didn't end up getting, uh, <laughs> um, the person who uh, posted that job had, had recommended that book. Um, and it really, it really made me realize, you know, quite a few things about myself, especially about my confidence levels and just where they were at, like how low they actually were. Um, you know, cause I do feel confident about the things that I do know. Uh, but the way I present myself just wasn't coming off that way. So, you know, I definitely had a lot of work to do on confidence. And that was kind of one of the big catalysts for me to kind of start looking at that and start realizing like, Hey, if I want to be a leader, you know, I, I have to be able to, to exude confidence. I have to be able to do things that make me feel uncomfortable and learn how to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, extreme ownership of Jocko Willink is definitely when people ask me about leadership, that's usually the number one book that I will hand them first. And when I was the, um, uh, a trainer over at the engineer basic officer leadership course and, uh, the commander over there for the lieutenants coming through, we would do uh, a leader professional development on it. That'd be the recommended book that I would, that I would have people read first because it's, you know, when you're, when you're leading, you have to take ownership. You're, you're responsible for everything that happens or fails to happen on the team. There, there are no bad teams they're just bad leaders. And I like what you said about confidence. Confidence isn't going to fall through the ceiling into your lap. You're not going to wake up one day and like, Oh, I'm confident today. So some days you may feel a little bit more confident than others, but confidence is one of those things that's, that's cultivated. It's cultivated by doing hard things, doing the little, it, it's little things like, you know, getting up and, and, and finding speaking, uh, doing, I, I, I feel that I'm developing confidence when I get out and, and get into the gym and go for a run and put myself in uncomfortable. That, that's like a space where you can refine it because you're in a zone where you're, you're uncomfortable and finding things to train for, like jumping out of a plane not long ago, you know, <laughs> that was something that was absolutely terrifying, but knowing that I can do that, knowing that I can do that with my wife. Um, I mean, there's nothing that we can't conquer together because we did probably the most terrifying thing that I, I there's, there's probably, there's the list of things that are more terrifying than that uh, are pretty, pretty short in compared for me personally, because I'm so scared of heights, but I feel like I can pretty well conquer anything now because I did something so terrifying. I got way out of my comfort zone. And the more that you do that, the more that, you know, uh, today coming on this podcast demonstrates that you're willing to get outside your comfort zone. You're leveling up every time that you do that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I have a little patch that I wear on the back of my hat. What does it say? Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Just to help remind me, you know, cause I mean, it does, it really does. Like when you step outside your comfort zone, I mean, good things tend to happen. I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy to see, you know, how, you know, reaching out to someone who turned me down for a job, you know, became a mentorship, you know, how, you know, joining a group, putting myself out there, you know, you know, kind of has grown into me wanting to, to do this for a living to, to become a coach. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see how, when you put yourself out there, how good things usually tend to come back to you. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the, um, uh, it's, it's the law of attraction. You know, you put it out there, you put positivity out there and, and positive things will, will come back, you know, and every coach that I have worked with or talked to, like they, you have to walk this path. Like there's this awakening, like nine times out of 10, almost everyone that I've ever met had like this 
deep moment where they hit you know their their rock bottom. They had to take this journey of of climbing out of it. It was so profound to them. It's the hero's journey that uh, you know that now they're they're in a space where they want to give back and help other people because there's so many people out there that are stuck in that rut. They're you know they've got um, things going on because suffering is a part of everyone's journey on this planet of some kind. So everyone is going through some form of suffering, some type of setback, some type of obstacle, whether it be an addiction or trauma or something to overcome. And, and it's kind of incredible to see the, the variances in that, but everyone has to overcome that. And they can either succumb to that or they can overcome it. And uh, I know for me, I got to rock bottom where I, you know, I wanted to tap out. And I'm like, there's no tapping out of this thing. We got to We got to We got to overcome this thing. And that's part of the, it's part of the hero's journey. Right. And, um, and now it's like, man, I, I see what's, what's possible. I see what's available out there and I'm still a work in progress, man. It, it's, it's, it's never ending. It's ongoing. So yeah, it's awesome I find, to I, see you on your I find out every week, uh, you know, in our forge meetings where I'm like, like, as soon as I feel like I, I I've got a grip on it, I'm like, Oh, there's a new area to work yeah, on. It's a new, so, I mean, a new it's, light bulb, right? There's yeah, new... it's it. You're always learning. You're always finding out new things about yourself and the way that, that you work as a person. Um, and that and that's why I really that's why I really like about it is that it's it really challenges me to really think a, a little bit deeper about uh, some of those areas that that maybe I don't. You know, I, I tend to think that I I tend to think pretty deeply about myself, my interactions. But when you start to look at it in in a more structured sense, you you start to realize like, wow, there's there's complete areas of my life that I'm not really looking into as much as I thought I was, um, yeah. you know, so it's, it's always a, always a new thing popping up each week. <clears throat> yeah. Constant awareness, constant evaluation, constant. Uh, there's so many little intricate things in life that, uh, you know, for, I don't know, I didn't pay attention to a lot of things, but now that I'm uh, more aware of them, uh, it, I don't know, makes it easier to, to tackle and overcome and, and work on and life's profoundly better than, than what it used to be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely agree. You know, I, I, I tell, uh, you know, my wife Britt about that all the time. I'm like, I'm like, man, just to think about where I was, you know, several years ago compared to now, like, I mean, even though I'm doing hard things and my body's exhausted half the times, you know, I'm, 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 I'm tired sometimes, you know, but it's like the, my mood in general and, you know, completely encompassing is so much better than what it used to be. You know, why do you think that is? Uh, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's because I'm waking up every day with, with purpose, um, you know, instead of waking up with purpose, instead of just waking up, you know, going, going into my zombie routine, you know, like, you know, like I said, uh, joining, you know, plugging into the matrix each morning, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and staying plugged in, you know, I mean, it's a whole lot different when you're out and you're awake and you're alive and you're experiencing life, you know, instead of just waiting until the weekend, you know, to have a little bit of fun with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely live that. But this, I mean, I felt purpose in the military, but I had a job in a factory before that. And holy cow, that was miserable. Just working for the paycheck. I think back then, I think I was making, I uh, worked at a place called True Manufacturing. And uh, it was, uh, for most people in, uh, in in my neck of the woods, like True Manufacturing was a lot of people would would graduate high school and go work there because they, they started off at a pretty good wage. Back then, minimum wage was like, I don't know, like four seventy five or something like that. Uh, it was like 15 bucks now. It's crazy. Uh, and, and the factory workers, like, it was like ten seventy five an hour. It's pretty, pretty decent. You know, had an apartment oh, yeah. living with my friend and, you know, we'd we'd work during the week. I, I do a couple. You could do two hours of overtime a day. So that was what time and a half. So 
I'd work, I'd work an eight hour shift and then get to get the two hours. And, and I would, I'd basically work overtime most uh, Monday through Thursday, check out on Friday, go get that, go get the beer, get drunk Friday night, do it again, Saturday night, uh, prepare Sunday to go back to work, you know, on Monday. And that was just the kind of the routine. <clears throat> Golly, it was so miserable and unfulfilling. And I look back at just what a waste of time. What a oh, waste absolutely. of time. Absolutely. Was I mean, miserable. Yeah, because you're not, you know, when when you're giving away all that time, you know, and just saying like, all right, well, we're just going to get through this period of time so that way I can have fun this weekend. I mean, so much of your life is just getting thrown away. I mean, it's 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 absurd to think about, you know, and to think for myself as well. I mean, how many how many years did, did I just kind of throw away or set aside, um, you know, yeah. so that it's and that's something that, you know, I do think about from time to time, you know, going forward is just that. <clears throat> I don't ever want to go back to that. You know, I, I definitely want to, to live my life with a little bit more purpose um, and, and to feel like, like there's like a really good reason to wake up every morning. Yeah. Um, instead of so, just feeling like I just got to make it through today, make it through tomorrow, make it through Friday. And then, and then on the weekend I can live my life. So what, what drives you now? What, what's your motivation, inspiration? Where are you going? What are some of your goals? <clears throat> what drives you? Um, you know, my, my drive right now is, is basically to get, get started get things going. Get started in what? What does that mean? Uh, get started with my life. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, you yeah, know, cause you're, you're, you're doing all this training and you're still wrapping up your degree and, and working. On yeah. It. So, yeah. you know, so, so transitioning from, you know, from physical therapy assistant, uh, more into, uh, coaching and leadership training and things like that. I mean, it's a, it's a very big, it's a very, very big change in my life. Um, and it's something that really, that really excites me. Um, you know, Therapy was, uh, it was always something that, that kind of excited me because I do enjoy helping people, uh, but it was never really my first choice. Um, you know, it was something that my, my wife is an occupational therapy assistant. Um, I kind of enjoyed aspects of what she was doing and I thought, Hey, it's well-paying it's, you know, it, it, it does, it fits all the, all the, the right boxes. So it's what I chose at the time, but it wasn't really like a passion of mine. Um, you know, going, going into, into leadership and coaching, I definitely have a lot more passion towards this. You know, I actually started my degree uh, for project management and then took an organizational leadership class and just, just fell in love with the way that it was, it was structured. Um, Cause it does have, it does have a lot of similarities to uh, high performance and coaching as well. You know, it talks a lot about, you know, understanding yourself, uh, understanding the people you're working with, emotional intelligence. I mean, you know, name it, you go down the list and, and you're learning a lot about yourself and that really, it was, it was really kind of an eye opener. It was like, Oh wow. You know, I, I really enjoy kind of learning more about how I tick. Um, so it, it really, it's, it's something that really excites me going forward is, is starting a whole new life doing something that I can be excited about. That's awesome, man. There's nothing more rewarding in my opinion for me personally than coaching, teaching and mentoring. That's one of the things that I've appreciated about, you know, my, my time in, in service and when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I when I grew up and finally took off the uniform, like when I fell into this, like I love running coaching. I, you know, I have the opportunity to be a professor at university. I'm, I'm coaching now, facilitating group workshops. And I absolutely love it. There's just something about it where you're able to serve others and help other people like gain new insights and make their life better. Man, there's nothing more fulfilling than that and for me personally. Oh, yeah. And that, and that was one of the biggest takeaways that I, I took from therapy that I really did enjoy about it was was helping people. It was, it was great to yeah. see people make progress and, uh, you know, get past that ailment. You know, they don't have to just be, you know, that broken hip that they that they had for a short period of time. They, you know, they can go back to being themselves, yeah. you know. Um, so 
so that was one of the things that I really did, I really did like, and and that's one of the one of the reasons why um, why the coaching and the uh, mentoring and things like that it it all fits right in the box. You know, it fits all those things that really kind of make me wake up and, and feel alive inside. I, I I love the fact that you're reinventing yourself. Like you're basically, I think people. Uh, want to break out. They want to break out of the rut in the cycle. They want to get into something new and it, it it's, it's, it's not easy to do. What advice would you give someone that might feel like maybe they're in like a career rut and they, they, they want to recalibrate. They want to maybe skill up. What, what advice would you give them to, to take the step to do that? Um, I mean, I would say <clears throat> that it'd be just looking into looking into things that make you happy. So really kind of assessing like different areas in your life that, that you really do enjoy or different parts of your job that maybe you really enjoy. Um, I'm sure, you know, everybody has a certain amount of hatred for their job when, when it's just a job and everybody has certain things they like about their job. So it's really looking at what are those things that I like about this job and, and how could I apply that in a way that, that I feel better about um, to where I'm more in control of, uh, of the goals and where, and where the direction's headed with it. Um, And that was one, you know, so for me, that, that was one of the big things is, is looking at that and saying, hey, you know, if I go into consulting, coaching and things like that, I have a little bit more control over my life uh, and how I want it to, to be led. Um, and, and I don't have to be part of someone else's system. Yeah. So I would say look, look for the things that make you happy and then see how, how you can amplify that. Dude, sound advice, man. Then you got to take action. Then you got to take the action. You got to take the yep, step. Exactly. And oftentimes fear holds us back. The, the fear that someone else may, you may have an interest in doing something out in left field and you're breaking your identity and people will hold themselves back because they, they're fearful for what other people might say of them, judgments of other people. Maybe if they do all the work, it may not turn out better on the other side. It's, it's fear of, of the hardship that they're going to have to undertake to, to, to make it. Uh, but you, you, you gain clarity through taking action. And it's by taking those chances in life is where you're going to fall in because the the what we're what we need to seek the the we, we need to seek uh, a vocation that gives us a sense of contribution that makes us feel good that we enjoy doing and that also pays the bills and when you can connect the dots and make that happen that that's where you find those people that just absolutely love love their work and uh, they get in those flow states and they're in their at their you know peak happiness right. And that's oh, yeah. what I've learned in studying the most successful people is that they have tried things and they have, it's not an easy path. Some people are like, man, how did you get so lucky? Well, they, they, they cultivated it. They created it. They had to do the work to get there. And, um, and, and they, they found it and it's, it's a necessary path. If we want to find that some people find it faster and easier than mm-hmm. other people. So, oh yeah. Cause yeah, some of the, some of the most rewarding jobs out there, I mean, they're, they're not exactly advertised while you're in school. Um, you know, so you really do have to just go out there and, and look and, and find out what's out there, what you can get interested in. I know that was always kind of a big thing for me is it's like, man, I wish somebody would just told me what I was good at. Um, you know, but that's not going to happen. You, you nope. have to you have to be able to assess yourself and figure out what you're good at, what you like doing. Like you said, you got to find your way. I mean, but the associate professor opportunity that I have with the uh, University of Research and Development, where I'm going to go down to, to New Zealand uh, from time to time to teach. That was because of the podcast and the work that we're doing in the in the veteran community and coaching and, uh, you know, doing the work to meet the requirements to be a college professor, to get that master's degree that I never thought I was going to ever get or even pursue. 
uh, things just line up, you know, opportunities out there, but you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there and keep, keep trying things. And, Absolutely. Uh, so, all right, well, let's, um, let's transition to uh, my favorite part of the week, which is the, uh, the weekly wake up, the do hard things, weekly spotlight winner. And uh, this week I'm going to share my screen here. Give me a second. Uh, da, 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 where are we at here? Oh, oh, oh. Share my screen. Here we go. All right. This week's winner is Ashley Burton. She was nominated by her sister, Kate Ward. Ashley Burton is the assistant principal uh, at Crocker High School, which is just up the road from uh, from where I live, small small town. And uh, she is the um, uh, the Channel 19 and yearbook instructor. And she has won her leadership with her students has won and been nationally recognized for her class's production of their school's yearbook yearbook. And recently she, in, in that, in that path of self-improvement, she started a couch to 5k program and uh, is posting her journey and has inspired other women to get out, get up early, get out there, get after it. And uh, she's gotten a lot of people to, uh, to join her and the do hard things nation is all about getting out there, improving yourself being the role model, I mean, being a teacher and inspiring students, and, and I mean, that's one of the that is one of the most noble professions that there is. But being able to inspire other people to join you is what the Do Hard Things Nation is is all about. It's about self improvement. It's about inspiring other people to step up and live a better life. And uh, Ashley Burton is is role modeling that through her action. And uh, thank you so much, Ashley, for embodying what it is to be part of the Do Hard Things Nation. We're going to send you a shirt. And so uh, keep getting after it. Keep grinding. Keep getting out uh, getting out there and uh, inspiring others to, uh, to do hard things. So this week's winner. It's awesome. Great job, Ashley. That is really awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. So. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. So what, um, what else? Any other final thoughts? Um, you know, I'd say, hey, you know, if you're if you're wanting to get uh, a better a better grip on life, you're wanting to be happy, you know, just just start. That's it. Get out there, start exercising, start doing things to to find yourself and to find what makes you happy, um, and and just pursue it. Take that action. Yeah, it's four lines of effort in your life: hard, health and wellness, affluence and wealth creation, relationships and development. If you're ready to level up, you're ready to take that take your life to the next step. You can join us in the forge. You can reach out to me. Uh, and we can get you, I can answer your questions. Zach and his lovely wife are, uh, are members. It's awesome to see you guys growing together and doing the work together. I think, and, and seeing the impact it's making with your, with your children. So it's, uh, it's super awesome. But if, uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can reach out to Zach directly and ask him what his experiences have been and cheer him on and go follow his journey. Cause he's definitely on a, an amazing path where he's inspiring other people. So Zach, how can people get in contact with you? Um, you know, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'd say that's probably probably be the easiest way to, um, you know, if you see me out there in the nation, get a hold of me. Um, and that's uh, I'd say that that'd be probably the easiest way. <laughs> awesome, brother. We'll keep inspiring other people. Go follow Zach and see what he's up to. Ask him what his experiences are in the forge if you're considering that. And uh, don't forget to go over to DoHardThingsNation.com. Go grab yourself some sweet apparel. Because like you said, like you got the patch on the back of your hat, right? I mean, you wear these things and it's almost like it's just a reminder. It's a reminder to pivot when we're not on our A game because you know the, the human dynamic is we're not always on our A game. Sometimes we're tired. Sometimes we're cranky. But these little uh, reminders, right, help us get back on the path and stay on the path. 
and uh, that's important. It's part of the it's, it's part of the journey. So, well, Zach, appreciate it. Meantime, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for stepping out of your comfort zone, being an example for for others, right? So, it's awesome, brother. Well, for everyone else out there, keep doing hard things. We will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me. And when you share like that, someone else, someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it, send me a direct message, send me an email, let me know what your thoughts are. And you can you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at j at jtx.com. Take a moment, leave a review on iTunes. No matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, like iTunes, I guess, is the gold standard for, uh, for reviews. And it really goes a long way for... Uh, the algorithm for people searching for personal growth and development and it helps us go a long way means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them i i you know read through all of them and you know it, it just feels good knowing that uh, that this show is impactful so if you gain any value just ask that you, uh, that you do that um, if you want to level up you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development you can go to jtigs.com j-a-y-t-i-u-g-s.com we got a variety of options we got one-on-one coaching high performance coaching through the high performance institute certified high performance coach I've got a few different curriculums that i take people through i also do group coaching if you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop i can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization we also have the uh, exclusive forge mastermind group that is uh, an elite community of like-minded people that are growing together and that uh, we have a weekly call there and uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that and then also we got apparel so the uh you know, we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com. Get your Do Hard Things shirt. Show the world that you do hard things. We've got hoodies over there. We've got hats. We've got, we got stickers. we got patches, a variety of different things. And we've got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out. So uh, go, go, you can show the world that you do hard things and you can go over there. And support us that way. That'd be great. So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.